that. Welcome to week 13 already. We've got one more week until the playoffs. Some teams are getting pretty close and some are looking forward to the bottom half, but there's some leagues that are still not even decided she's won yet. Or in the all in the playoffs. But we'll start off with the team of the week, which was by the Manchester Spinners, who even though you're down the bottom there with a four and nine record, come up with a cracking 284.81 points. Men are down to think to that girl going down and Nico Collins with an absolute mental with 39 points. And Evan, Evan Ingram coming up with a good 33 points as well, helping you along. Not sure if two is, uh, the two is going to be out for a bit or not with 29 points and obviously cut with 17. And yeah, it's a pretty steady lineup. Ridley didn't do much this week, but we didn't have this, we did enough. Gamewell came on quite well in the end. And Brandon Cooks did his usual good points. Nice run by Williams. He got a touchdown to base at the seal of the game as well for the for the Lions. So that was quite a nice one for him. But now that's a good one. You can see you've got Burrow and IR Knox and, and, and Anzalone with some late out, I think. So yeah, nice, well done, Nick Nastic. So it's a cracking score. <laughs> There's a couple of high scores, but nothing, nowhere near as big as that one. Well done. So we'll go a couple of update of the Rousey Cup. So the first leg of the semi-finals, the South London Rebels, so 226.16 against the Whitworth Educators, 173.58. So it's quite a big leap, but anything can happen in week 14 when there's more bye weeks coming up. Come on, at Kings. Sorry, Derek, not your best score. 154.70 coming up against the Inform Witcher Warriors with a whopping 261.78. So that's a. Not sure you're going to be able to come back with that one. Sorry, but your semi pillars still be pretty good. But you imagine the Witcher Warriors are going to make it through to the final. And then we'll go on to how the leagues are getting on because the last slide is for after the leagues. Here we go. So we'll start off with the. Where are we at? The St. Magnus Division. My division. As you can see at the very top, I got a bit of a spanking this week by Stoke on Bengals. So congratulations, boss. That was a good one with your Bengals last night. And obviously, kicking the commissioner's backside by 205 points to 85 against 137.34. Doug, the top end 49ers, getting 240 points per 66 against 229.83, the division leaders, Leeds Lasso, that's another good result. Laxdale Legends, 160.97, coming up against the Whitford Rockstars, 222.21. Sorry, Jack, but I was hoping you were going to lose and guarantee me third spot, but I'm going to wait for the last week. You've got the Portsmouth Pirates, 149.8, coming up against the high-scoring EK Colts, 241.67. That gets you up to 7-6 as well. You've got the hot dog. Skills there, hot shot, hot dogs. Hot dog, hot shots. That's a bit of a tool. 129.62 coming up against the Warnaby Warriors. Tiger Scott, 224.96. Then you've got the Rotherham Raiders, keeping up the good form. That's 177.57. Uh, up against the Plymouth Argyle Browns, 145.06. So if we're looking at the tables, so the two teams on 10 and 3, they're guaranteed to the top three spots, because obviously we're going to go into the playoffs next week for the top four, but there's also the Scarabree playoffs for the cup for the trophy, and that's the top three after week 14. So well done Leeds Lasso and well done Stoke and Bengals, you're actually qualified for that. 
I'm going to have to win the last week to get through. Or there's a good chance that Jack could end up making it if he wins next week. EK Colts firmly into the fifth spot of seven and six. Well, say firmly, you've got three teams on seven and six between five and seven. EK Colts, Warnaby Warriors, and the top head Niners. Hence why it was a good win for Doug this week. And in fact, everyone of you, all of you won. It was the poor Plymouth Pirates who dropped from seventh to eighth after losing this week. So, are they going to be. Unless you score a lot more points than Warby Warriors, you've got to think that Portsmouth Pirates are basically out of it now. So the last two spots will be between EK Colts, Warby Warriors, and the top head forty-nine, the top head Niners. But obviously, when you come to the bottom half, you've got Portsmouth Pirates six and seven, Rotherham Raiders six and seven, Laxdale Legends four and nine. So you've got to fancy their chances to win the playoff part. Well, the consolation prize, sorry, and then go into Division 3 instead of Division 4, because obviously you're all playing for your divisions for the first year. So we'll see who plays who next week for any chances. I'm up against the Plymouth Argyle Browns. At the moment, I'm predicted to lose. That's a nice start. Not. Then you've got the Laxdale Legends going up against the 49ers, uh, the top-head Niners. Obviously, Doug needs to win. But... I think if you look further down, if Doug wins, he's in. So there you go. It's in your it's in your own hands, Doug. If you win this week, next week, you'll be in the top half of the league. Leeds Lasso's against a bit for Rockstar, so I'll be hoping that Leeds Lasso's doing a favour and beat Jacks, just in case I don't actually win against Arthur. And obviously, the tie of the ground is probably going to be the EK coach against the Warner Warriors, because the winner will win, the loser could well go out. So it's quite an important one out of the playoffs. Hot Shot Hot Dogs up against the Portsmouth Pirates, so obviously maybe we'll be wanting to break his four-game losing streak by getting a win just before you end up in the Constellation playoffs. And the Stokeham Bengals are up against the Rotherham Raiders. And let's see how many points I've got. Rotherham Raiders, two, three, eight. They'd have to win by probably the highest score in league history, I think, to get through, even if they win, because they're quite a lot behind everybody else but they're still on a good run they've got them they've had a good few wins in the last couple of weeks to get them up to nine spot and hopefully that will stand them in good stead for the consolation playoffs so next up we'll go to the yesnaby division where there was almost an upset that my co-normal co said would never happen for most for the most part the Edinburgh Packers nearly beat the Mascadeep Parade, but in the end it didn't quite work out. So we'll go through the scores. So the Ancoat Citizens got 278.60 up against the Aberdeen Bucks, 148.00. The Bedford Bruskies, 255.40, came at 196.48 for the Yorkshire Finns. So that's a bit of a good win there for the Bedford Bruskies. Then we've got the Alaskan Deep Parade, 193.84. Up against 181.79. Let's like say that was very close right up to last night's game. Then we've got the Glasgow Eagles, 222.01, taking care of the Darlington Rams, 137.37. We've got the Bodom Bears, 190.52, coming up against the Buccaneers, 
at 205.10, which is a good win for them, getting them up to 85. The Gadam and Goats, 189.18, getting them up to 10 and 3 against 171.81, the wee Vikings. So as the things stand, the Glasgow Eagles up to 12, 11 and 2, Alaska Deep Freeze, 11 and 2, Gadam and Goats, 10 and 3, Anklet, 7 and 9 and 4, and that Buccaneers, 8 and 5. So the top five spots are all guaranteed in the top six playoffs. Sixth spot, on the other hand, you've got two teams at 6 and 8. 6 and 7. You've got Yorkshire Finns and the Wee Vikings. You've got potentially the Bedford Brewskies, but they'd have to be... Uh, the Bedford Brewskies could... Sneak in with a six and eight, depending on the scores, because they have a higher scoring points total than the two teams above them. So that would be a hell of a comeback if they manage it. But we'll check to see who they're playing next week in a minute. Aberdeen Bucks also at five and eight, but well, if, if, potentially if the Bedford Brewskies lose, Lee Vikings and Yorkshire Finn lose the Aberdeen Bucks. Would have a higher points total possibly than end up in sixth place. So any of the four teams mathematically could end up in the sixth spot. So it's quite good going into the last week. Be more interested when we're playing each other. Border Bears three and ten, Darlington Rams three and ten, and the poor Edinburgh Packers might go one and twelve. Leicester Packers are better than your team at the moment. So that's always good. Although you've got a nice bye next week when you play the Giants. So for week 14 matchups, we've oh, got the Bedford Brewskies, who are really needing to win, coming up against the Anklet Citizens, one of the highest scorers last week. Oh, Aberdeen Bucks up against the Yorkshire Finns, so obviously if Aberdeen Bucks beat Yorkshire Finns and the other two results go their way, they'll end up in sixth spot, which will be a nice pussy bonus. I think there's only 30 points between the two of them, points-wise, so if the Bedford Brewskies don't beat Anklet Citizens and Aberdeen beat Berkshire Finns and the Lee Vikings somehow lose to the Bottom Bears, Aberdeen Bucks will be in the playoffs. For the, for the final third spot, this is also going to go down to the last game because the Gadam and Goats have come to sit in the third spot for this, getting the Scarabay the trophy. But Anklet Citizens are one game behind, but a better points difference. So if they beat Bedford Brewskies and the Gadam and Goats lose to the Buccaneers, which looking like it's going to be a close game, Gadam and Goats could slip to fourth. Anglo Sets could go up to third and they would qualify to enter into the Scarabay Trophy. So it's going to be a nice a close finish to this one too. Who's Craig got this week? Oh, whoa, it's the bottom two. Well, Craig, let's see if he can beat Sam. Give it a bit of respect before you get into the playoffs. So the tie of the round. Solid good ones, actually, but I've got to say the Aberdeen Bucks and Yorkshire Finns. That'll be my tie of the round for this one. Next one, we'll step on to the Queen Hill. You've got Preston Hawks 215 points up against Seattle Patriots 186.42. Edinburgh Thunderbirds 134.67 up against the Bankfoot Panthers 160.65. So it's a nice win for Roddy, but probably closer than they wanted to. We've got the 
New bars were mastered 176.08 up against the Whitehall White Tigers 222.64. Manchester Bees confirming the place at the top 238.96 up against the Glenrothes Nazgul's 217.31 Chicago Scorpions keeping their dreams their playoff hopes alive with a 209.48 one against 205.61 against the Carlton Crew so it keeps them one game behind but anything can happen Purple Chargers, 177.80 up against the Gossip Fighting Gophers. It's a bit of a shock result there. So it's 173.88. So how the stand in? So the Manchester Bees and the Bankfoot Panthers, clear of everybody else. you got to think, well, you've got Carlton Crew, 8-5, Seattle Patriots, 8-5, Gossip Fighting Gophers, 8-5, White Hill, White Tiger, 7-6. Chicago Scorpion is 7 and 6, and the new Barstool Masters at 6 and 7. But with over 100, maybe 60 70 points difference between Whitehall, White Tiger, Chicago Scorpions over the new Barstool Masters, you think even if new Barstool Masters win, they wouldn't have enough points to get through. But then you have to think that the Seattle Patriots and the current crew with their points score but to probably be safe so it's all going to be down to the Gossip Fighting Gophers, Whitehall White Tigers and Chicago Scorpions for the last two spots because there's so much there's only like 20 or 30 points between the three of them points wise so depending on results lost up after this week's result could end up getting knocked down to the consolation playoffs so we see who's playing who Oh, there you go. Chicago Scorpions, 76, coming up against the Gossip Fighting Gophers, 8 and 5. So, Chicago Scorpions beat them. They'll jump above them. And the White Hill White Tigers, who are up against the Manchester Bees, which is always going to be a hard one. If they somehow manage to win, Gossip will go down. If Chicago beat Gossip, depending on points scored, it's all going to be down to how well your team does. Even if you lose, you can still get through. Like White Cup could lose through the Manchester Bees. As long as it's got enough points, it would not go up close up fighting goers out. So it's going to be an interesting last week for the final spots in the playoffs. Our third spot also is going to be a tough one, but... You'd imagine, unless Glossop Fighting Gophers win and Seattle and Carlton Crew lose, are they playing each other? No, Seattle are playing Thunderbirds, so give you the thought they might win. Carlton Crew are up against the Chargers, who did a good game, good win last week, so there's no guarantee that Carlton Crew will win, but they've got a good chance. It's going to be down to the wire for the final spot, the Cascarabri Trophy as well. So we'll move on to Division 4. We've got Water Autumn Warriors, 170.90, losing to Solihull Sharks, 224.51. So nice win for Rob. Gary, poor Gary, 140.05, coming up against the Near Knights, 150.73. Yorkshire Los Muertos, 206.54, against the Preston Panthers, 209.51. So that could easily be a cost score correction. Leicester Tigers 230.55 up against the, the 
workshop does rookies who were eight and five, but with 108.22 on the other week, you can see what happened to their team. Dublin Everton Blues 185.87 coming up against the Newcastle Colts 208.31. So that's a good one for Sean. Unlucky Danny. Matty 151.69 with the Leeds Leopards comes up against the Harrow Harlequins 195.73, which is always a good score. So we'll have a quick look and see what happened to the rookies. Oh, well, they didn't actually bother to change their team again. That would be why they had such a bad score. Yep, so, come on, Jay, you didn't change. Well, what's eventually? Mm. I feel as there wasn't much to the bench either, apart from EJ Watts, so I don't think it would have made any difference, but still, it's nice to pick your teams. So standing wise, you've got the Leicester Tigers, the Water Arts and Warriors making it into the Scarabay Trophy. Pretty murky for the rest though. You've got Harrow, Harlequin, Double Ever Blues, and Works Up with Lucas, all eight and five. Newcastle Colts hold clinging on to the sixth spot, which is good for Sean. Not for everybody else trying to catch up, obviously. Yes, because it's only how Sarks, you're right on the neck, you're on a four game win streak, and the Defensive Panthers also winning. You got to feel sorry, six and seven, they do have the highest points against. Two, five, one, two, six, four, two. So obviously, works off the rook is currently sitting in fifth spot, but with such a low score. If they don't win this week, there's a good chance that they're going to end up down to seventh spot. This all the Shark and Newcastle Colts both win. Workshop will be out of the playoffs. But then, if you're not setting your teams and not trying to pick up players, it probably is partly your own fault. You got some last Mertos up to. Uh, 10th against the lead. Oh, brain's not working this morning. So we've got two teams at six and seven. Potentially you could get in, but the point score for Newcastle Cokes is definitely probably too much for them to catch up on, to be honest. It's over 100 points. So they'd have to beat the Newcastle point score. They're losing and scoring 200 points more for them to catch up. So you've got to think, even though. The slightest of chance they could get catch up. There's probably absolutely no chance they're going to catch up. The poor carry down the bottom. They've still got a better, better record than Craig, so well done, Gary. On 2 and 11. So who's got who next week? Well, there's certainly how sharks you'd imagine. Well, it's not looking very far apart there. Get the win against Gary, unless he pulls on at the bag and gets his third win. The Warlord Warriors looking like they could be taking care of the near knights. Lesser Tigers coming up against the Preston Panthers. So that's the two six and sevens coming up against the top two teams. So it's not the best way you want to do when you need to win to get through. York Workshop Dothrukas may actually survive by the fact that they're playing the Yorkshire Los Muertos. Unless, although Johnny did have a good game this week and it was a bit unlucky and potentially that could get overturned, which would put a spanner in quite a few works. You've got two eight and five, doubling a bit of blues against the Harrow Harlequins. That would be a good tie. 
Because then they're all playing for the third spot. Harris currently sitting in spot with a two-game win streak. And uh, double letter blues after losing last week. Really, they had they need to win basically to get third place because of point difference. Yes, that'd be good. And obviously Newcastle Colts coming up against the Leeds Leopards. So you think Sean should win. He would get to eight, eight and six. Yeah, so let's see who's got more points. There could be two teams sitting on nine and five after the after this week. This the workshop doth look isn't either Harrow Calicon and Double Everton Blues, but you've got to reckon a third spot will go to either Dublin Everton Blues or Harrow Harlequins because their point score is so much bigger. Because if one of them will get to nine wins, which means that Sean can't catch them. But Sean obviously could cement the sixth spot. So the Sully Hill Sharks need to win and hope that the worst up the through is lose to Yorkshire Los Bertos. That's all the way the top six is going to change from what it is at the moment. But if they don't make it in, they're, they're certainly in fine form for getting into the consolation and finishing up in Division 3 for Rob. But he's had a great finish, obviously four wins in a row, hoping to go five against Gary. And they will be a bit unlucky if they don't get through, but it all depends on the workshops. I know it's close here between Newcastle and Leeds, but they've been such a high scoring team. We've got Antony missing. Basic team's picking itself. But Noah Brown, who'll probably get more. Adams. Yeah, I think Sean should win this one and get him through the playoffs and be up against whoever finishes third. So we'll move on to the West Conference. Happy Valley. So we've got Team Lamony Fresh, 119.9 against the uh, Banks Lightning, 227.53. That was a very good win for Reeve. Oh, Gothenburg Angels, uh, 192.33, coming up against Dickensheath Demons, 178.97. Darlington Dragons, 182.75, going up against Turbo Titans, 221.62. Guildford Raptors, it doesn't matter where you are in the league, you come up with a crack and score. And the Guildford Raptors got 260.56. Up against the 7 and 6 Mustard Men, 176.50. So I'm not sure where that came from, but a cracking score, Stephen. Court, Court Red Army, 153.57. Coming up against the Richmond Reds, 206.98. And the Yobo winners, a good win, 237.14. Up against the Bonnie Rig Cheeseheads. So a bit of a sock result for that one. But this division is still so tight, I can't even name the top three yet because. Well, anybody could, to be honest. It's going to be a bit crazy going into the last week because the Gothenburg Angels at 9 and 4, UFO Winners at 9 and 4, Turbo Titans at 9 and 4, Quiebanks Lightning at 8 and 5, the Bonnerig Cheeseheads at 7 and 6, Dickensheath Demons at 7 and 6, Norwich Monster Men after that shock defeat dropped one spot out to, down to the seventh spot from uh, that two game losing streak at 7 and 6, the Richmond Reds. They were also at 7 and 6 on 8 spot. Then you've got 6 and 7, the Darlington Dragons. Then you've got the Lamy Refresh, who, after having a good run, are now on a four game losing streak, turned down to 4 and 9. The Galford Raptors with a cracking win, we up to 3 and 10. And the Suarez Power 
sitting in a boat there at two and eleven for the corporate army. So you've got yeah. You got to think that Dreaver well, maybe not actually. I was going to say you think Quebec's likely to be pretty safe at number four, but considering the teams below them have all got near and better points for if Quebec loses, there's a good possibility of Bonnie Rig, Dickensheath, and Norwich must have been all win. Quebec could drop out the top four. So that's a very interesting uh, climax to the end of the season. Now, on the other side, though, know, if Gallant and Dragons would have to outscore Dickensheath Demon by 50 points and hope that Dickensheath lose, or well, it must have been lose, Richmond Red lose, and they could jump up to the sixth spot. Putting my head's going to explode. So we'll go and see who's playing who next week. Oh, so the Goth Quiabank Lightning are. The winner, the winner guaranteed to stay in the top six, but unfortunately they're up against the Gothburg Angels, but then everybody's beating everybody in this league at the moment, so it's so hard to tell, so that could be a cracker of a game. The Dickensheath Demons are up against Lime in your flesh, fresh, sorry, so you you thought Dickensheath would win that one. you got the Norris Mustard Men up against the Turbo Titans, so they need to win, and they're up against a team that's on form. A four-game win streak, moving up and sitting, currently sitting in third, tied for the top, and could end up being top depending if the results went the right way. Then you've got the Guildford Raptors coming up against Darlington Dragons. So if the, obviously you thought the Dragons would win that one quite easy, but after last week's score, you never know because that's a cracker score. Got the Yovo winners who also potentially be the number one spot coming up against the Richmond Red, so they could not they could. Cement the Richmond Red to be in the bottom consolation. You're obviously also currently set at seven and six. And you're going to get up to their tenth one. And if one of the big cheese heads, the one you want, are sitting at seven and six coming up against a little court red army. So you'd imagine they're going to win that one. So they should guarantee to be in the top six. So it could all come down to how the Norwich Mustard Men. <laughs> And Quibank's lightning for the final six spots. Could you really thought that Dickensheath Demon would beat Lemony Fresh? So that would be them in the top six. Bonnie Rig Chi said Dave should win, so Dave would be in the top six. It's going to really come down to Koi Banks. Two, six, two. Yeah, so Koi Banks. At least they have a game ahead, so potentially if Dickensheath Demon don't win, Koi Banks are safe. But you just thought they would win. Norwich must have men. If they don't win, Quebecs are also safe. And if Darlington Dragons beat Galford Raptors, they would jump above them. Oh, I need I need Greg for this up. My head's just pickled. But yeah, so anyway, it's it's just so close. It's actually it's blown my mind. Blown my mind how close this game is. It's just mental. So potentially, because they've scored 2,662 points, Norwich must have been moved there out of the picture. The Dickensheath Demons.
No, I think it's too much too much to do for the Darlington Dragons by the looks of it, because they have the they have the points, but they're still fifty odd points, so yeah. They can't see the Dickensy losing. So but it, it should technically if things go as planned, it should stay the top six as it is, but what order they're going to be in, that is completely no idea, to be honest, because all three teams are at nine and four. Potentially, all three teams could lose. You could have Quaybacks if they win their game, they'd also be nine and four. But they could still be behind Gothbard Angels. Yeah, this game, so this, this one's hard. We're just going to have to tune in next week and let Craig go over it a bit better about myself. At least by next week, we'll know who's in and who's not. So we'll go up to Maze Howe. Division 2. So you've got the Belfast Benz Warmers, 247.62, coming up against the Gloucesterville Pack, 197.31. The Crew Juggernauts, who were on a bit of a rabbit, but have come back with, I think they've stalled a bit. 185.78 up against the Darla Destroyers, 209.76. So both these teams were 6 and 6, and now obviously Darla's taking a bit of an upper hand. Shock of the round, you've got the Portland Lumberjacks 152.15 up against the Sandbach Sunset 197.85. So that's a cracking win for Sandbach against the high flying Portland Lumberjacks. As Port mentioned on the show on Monday, the high flying, high scoring, not high flying, Cavic Porkers 262.76 up against the Rainy Carlos 106.01. I'm just guessing that the must be players out. Oh, we've got some empty space. Moore did nothing. Wilson's out. Bye. Stopping at the bench, too. But, yes. So, bit of a low on that one. You got Bottom Cross Pandas, who were, who were 7 and 5, losing 110 to 4.45 up against the Morgan East Falcons, 179.17. And the Birmingham Giants, 248.32, come surprising the Whitford Educators, 173.58. Which puts the Lumberjacks are still sitting at the top of the division. Even with their loss. But you now come to have the Port Lumberjacks and the Bogdan Regis, both at 9 and 4, have guaranteed their top three spots. They've not guaranteed the buy weights because of the Whitford educators, but they've guaranteed the top three finish, so they will also enter the Scarabree Cup. You've got Whitford educators eight and five on the brink of getting into the Scarabree Cup, obviously depending on the last week's results, because the Darla destroyers with a two-game win streak have moved up to fourth spot. Two-game losing streak to Burnham Pass Pandas have slipped down to fifth. The Belfast Bay Warmers sitting in sixth what? It's seven and six. And, the, uh, and then you've got the Sandback Sunset at 7 and 6. The two game streak and the crew dogs, like I say, stalling after coming back for a couple of weeks. Also at 6 and 7, but along with Cavic Porters, who had another good win as well. Two good weeks in a row, two good scores, but one win, one loss, because you are up against the top team. So, playoff implication here. I'd have to look at the fixtures for next week, but this is just crazy. Because the crew juggernauts are the 
third highest scoring team in the league and they're currently sitting in eighth spot, which is a bit crazy. But they did have a good start and had a bit of a sticky spell in the middle. But if it comes down to point score between any between four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine, obviously they will be the top of all that. So that's it's basically near hand. You're hoping that one of the you're hoping that they're going to play one of the teams that are actually seven and six to help them knock one of our opponents out. We can see who's got who. Well, there you go. The Belfast Ben Formers are playing the Crew Juggernaut, so that would not name it with six spots. Sam Max are playing Cabot Porters. Oh, that's going to be a tough one for Port Belly because they would jump above potentially on points as well. So Sam Max could slip all the way down to ninth. You've got the Belfast Bear Warmers are coming up against the Crew Juggernaut, so 7 and 6 against 6 and 7. Darla Destroyers up against the uh, Worcester Wolf Pack, so barring any slip ups, they should be into the playoffs. Sandbag Sunsets are up against the Cabite Porkers. Obviously, Porker will be looking to carry on his high scoring streak and keep it going. Port Lumberjacks got the bye week against the Rainy Cardinals. Whitford Educators coming up against. The Bogner region Falcons, when you need to win to get to the guaranteed the top three spot, it's not really the one you want to come up against, but it's looking like it could be a close game. They're probably teams on bye. Who's the what? So we've got the Clonas on a bye for the Pandas. We've lost Tank Dale as well. Oh. Whitford's got Barkley coming back, Dick's coming back, you can play Love, DJ Moore. So yes, it's going to, it shouldn't be that close. I think Whitford Edgecourt should be enough to get into third spot and potentially win the division, which is uh, come number one spot come the playoffs, which is a bit crazy. That's how the, the West Conference seems to be at the moment. The East Conference is not so uh, tight, but the West Conference is uh, going to be some good rivalries over the years, I think. Uh, who else have we got? The Bonham Cast Pandas, who are obviously sitting in the fifth if they get the win, they'll be guaranteed to stay in the top half. So you'd imagine they should be done. The Birmingham Giants, but obviously John did have a crack and score last week, and if he can keep that up, it could potentially knock the Bonham Cast Pandas out of the playoffs as well, going by looking at the scores. I find it hard to pick a game of the week in this one, to be honest. Though. Ooh, it's got to be uh, got to go to the Delphi's bench warmers against the crew juggernauts. So that'll be the game of the week. Probably closely followed by Sam Mack against Cavite Borgers. So we'll move on to the Marmot Division 3. You've got St. Helens Eagles 112.02 up against the Peterhead Bloody Jets. Now at 5 and 8, 136.08. Chester Hurricanes, 185.31, losing to the Royal Arsenal Riots, 187.31. Marnock Kings, another loss, 154.70, up against the Bonnery Cowboys, 156.6. Now that's one that could easily be changed by score correction. The Bangham Sharks, 5-8, 250.89, coming up against 261.78, the Whitsuch Warriors. So... You got to feel a bit unlucky getting 250 points and unfortunately coming up against uh, Dave Henderson, so that's a bit of a sore one to lose. 
it's not even the top one in the division either. So you've got 100, Melbourne Supremacy, 197.05 up against Southampton Dockers, 262.78. Plymouth 49ers, good win for Adam, 218.21 up against the Nottingham Rebels, 144.84. So here, the Richard Warriors have guaranteed their top three spot for the Scarabray Cup. I think it's the only one here so far that is guaranteed, but you'd imagine, well, when you've got one team at 94, three teams at 85, it's currently sitting in six spot. Come on at Kings at seven and six. Bit of a slump. At least you've got Craig to slag you off this week, Derek. So that's one good thing. And I'm sure he would have done it. And a four game losing streak. Chester Hurricane sitting one game back. Very close to the very close points difference between them two. So that could go depending on the final week. Nottingham Warriors are they're a bit seventy points behind, but they're also sitting at six. Nottingham Rebel, sorry, sitting at six and seven. And the rest of the teams are all consigned to the bottom half of the division. So who's got through this week? Because this is also going down to the final week. The Chester Hurricanes are coming up against St Helens Eagles, or they're protected to lose here, so I'm not sure what's happened to Jay's team. That's got corner on the bye. Oh, he's got a lot on the bye. He's got Edwards on the bench, Diggs on the bench, Jefferson back from IR. So Jefferson could come back at the right time for the Chester Hurricanes if they want to pip the play pip into the sixth spot. And that would be a bit scary for the teams they're up against in the playoffs if they do make that. Greaterhead Bloody Jets at 5 and 8, coming up against the Royal Arsenal Riots, 8 for 8 and 5. Aaron should submit his place in the top six there. On your Cowboys, when you need to win and you're coming up against the top team, the probably top scoring team too, it's not really what you want. But you never know, the Richard Warriors might take the foot off the gas and help the Bonnie Rig Cowboys. Well, they are guaranteed anyway, but just position wise, when you want to win to get in the top three, you don't want to play the team that's at the top, basically. Uh, the Kilmarnock Kings, who are obviously clinging on for dear life at that sixth spot. Coming up against the Bangham Sharks, who were a bit unlucky last week, so if they could get a nice win this week, there wouldn't be enough to get up, but they could certainly help the Chester Hurricanes or the North Nottingham Rebels. Well, not Rebels up against Belmont Supremacy. I can't imagine that was going to happen much, but Bangham Sharks, Shawnee could beat Derek and help the Chester Hurricanes if they beat St. Helen's Eagles, and that would be a change in the sixth spot. The 49ers come up against the Martin Dockers, so they'll be looking to cement and crank up that top three spot. But then Mel Supremacy, if they win, they're going to finish second, and it's all down to Southampton Dockers, Royal Arsenal Riots, and the Bonnery Cowboys to finish third. And looking at the thing, you'd imagine that Southampton Dockers, who they play? Should finish third, but for the fact it's only less than 20 points between themselves and Aaron, it could actually come down to who has the highest score to finish third and end up in the Scarabay Championship. So that's another good one to keep an eye on. So, game of the week. Kamarnock Kings against the Bangham Sharks because they need Kamarnock, win you're in, lose, 
you're also hoping that the two in the Lewis and Helen Eagles do your favour. So we'll move on to Division 4. You've got the double Darlow Diamonds, 152.35, up against the Wakefield 49ers, 195.07. Lancashire Bombers, 193.31, up against the South Carolina Broncos, 180.95. The high-flying South London Rebels, 226.16, up against the Kirkwall Cowboys, 166.52. The London Eagles, 193.57, winning up against the Gorgie Vikings, 167.01. The Blue Toon Texans, 175.06, getting well and truly scalped by Allen and the Kirkwell Raiders, 272.87. That's a massive difference. The Fullwood Patriots got to feel a bit unlucky, getting 212.8.6 points, but coming up against the highest team in the league. 284.81, the Manchester Spinners. You're both 4 and 9. So, is it this? It doesn't matter where you are in the league, you can still come up with a cracking score if you pick the team. So, here, the top three spots for the Scarabee are all set. We've got the South London Rebels, Kirkwood Raiders, and the Lancaster Bombers. It's the only league that's got that. In fact, yeah. So, we've now got the case of finishing in the top two. You'd imagine with the Kirkwood Raiders having a thousand. 100 point lead over the Lancaster Bombers, that they will finish in the second seed and get a bye into the next uh, the next round of the playoffs. But at least the Lancaster Bombers are, they don't have to worry about anybody catching them, as do the South Carolina Broncos, who are at 8 and 5. But because you have two teams at 11 and 2, and one team at 10 and 3, you have a lot of teams with a losing record. So you've got the Kirkwood Raiders, Kirkwood Cowboys at 6 and 7 in 5th spot, the London Eagles at 6 and 7 in 6th spot. The Wakefield 49ers at 6 and 7 and 7 spot. And you have the even the Spardown is 5 and 8. The Dobos Dobos Darla Diamonds could also win the top 6 spot. <laughs> That's crazy. Because obviously they've got 2,600. So they, they are the out of the 6, 7 and eight spots they've got the highest scoring totals by quite a bit so when it comes to the fact that fifth six and seven even they've almost got as much points as south carolina broncos that's how crazy it is and they're probably sitting in eight but they have been seeing 2700 points as well which is the third highest second highest points total against so well i've got to look at the final week for this the possibility that you could get two teams in the qualifiers with losing records, so that's going to be it's almost like the NFC South. So here we go. We've got the Lancaster Bombers coming up against the Wakefield Fortliners. So you'd imagine the Lancaster Bombers going to win that. Dobos, Darwin, Darlow Diamonds are up against the South Carolina Broncos. We did lose last week, and we're hoping the Dobos will be hoping to snap the two-game losing streak and get back into the winning ways and jump over the weight for 49ers at least so far. Then you've got the London Eagles, who are also 6-7, and seven, coming up against the juggernaut of the South London Rebels. You can imagine the London Eagles are going to lose, so if Dobos win, that would be them jumping up to sixth. Couple Cowboys coming up against the Gorgie Vikings. Predicted to win by the Gorgie Vikings, but 
we'll see what happens there. So potentially they could drop down to sixth and Dormish could jump up to fifth. Oh, yeah, so there is a very, very good possibility if Keltman loses, Spinjo loses, and John Boy loses, and the Dobo Darlow's win, fifth spot and sixth spot will both be sitting there with six wins and getting into the playoffs. That That's almost as better than some of the ones that we don't even know who's going to be there because it's going to be so close. But So you could end up with the doubles win up to here and all of them is sliding. So Wakefield would probably drop out, but it'll depend on point scoring. They might score more than London Eagles, so they could jump up there. Okay, Yeah, so London Eagles and Wakefield, if they both lose, Doubles win, they'll be out of the playoffs. Couple of Cowboys, if they don't win, they should be safe in six spot if Doubles win. Provided to score enough points to spend off London Eagles and Wakefield for an hour. So it's all. There's going to be another those cases that's going to come down to how many points you score. It doesn't matter what your result is, whether you win or lose, your team needs to score points to be safe or a chance to be safe. That's how great it's going to be this next week. And obviously, go back on to this is the current standings for the Scarabri playoffs. Like I say before, St Magnus, you've got guaranteed you prefer, and there you've got Leeds Lassos and Stockholm Bengals, the third spot still up for grabs, hopefully myself. The rest you've got the Glasgow Eagles and the Alaskan Deep Crease, third spot still up for grabs. Queen Hill, you've got the Manchester Reed and the Bankrupt Panthers, third spot up for grabs. Mulhead, Leicester Tigers and Waterwater Warriors, third spot's up for grabs. Happy Valley, anybody. And there's some that should probably get in, but Mathematically, it's not impossible yet, so I don't want to put anybody in that may get in. Well, I think I've done that with the Gorfus Dane. Not even anything, so. Because, because it's so close at 94, 94, 94, 85 for the top four spots, I can't even guess. Obviously, two of them will be getting in, but we don't know yet until next week. Maze, how you got the Portland Lumberjacks and the Bogdan Regis Balkans? Will be in the. Wait. I think I'm going to guess. Yeah, so there, because obviously in fourth spot you've got seven and six, so they can't be caught. So they're, they might not finish in that order, but they're definitely into the top three. Marwick Hegg, you've just got the Witcher Warriors in the top three with the 10 and 3 record so far. Obviously they could be fought, they could be joined by either Melbourne Supremacy, Southampton Dockers, Royal Austin Riots, Bonnie Red Cowboys. So that could be anybody in those depending on the second and third. Dwarf Estate, all set. You've got South London Rebels, the Couple Raiders, and the Lancaster Bombers. Their top three is set. Who can we still get into third spot? And he has to be. Currently sitting in third spot at 10 and 3, you've got Gadam and Goats, but right in their coattails is Anglet Citizens. We're 9 and 4, with a better points difference. So one of those twos will be getting into the third spot into the Scarabay Championship, so that's nice and tight. Uh, Green Hill. 
Oh, here we go. Anybody should have got Carlton Crew eight and five, Seattle Patriots eight and five, and the Gossip Fighting Gophers eight and five. Carlton Crew do have by far the best scoring record, but if they don't win this week, and they're playing the Kirkwall Chargers, who had a good score this week, so they should get in. It could be up to either Seattle Patriots or Gossip Fighting Gophers to get that third spot at the Scarlet So all tight. And obviously you've got the Happy Valley, the Book of Death, where you can have either, you've got to think that the nine and fours, one of them might slip out of, I think, well, obviously Gothenburg Angels and Quiet Lightning are playing each other, so that's, yeah, so three out of four, Gothenburg Angels, Yoga Winners, Turbo Titans and Quiet Lightning will get into the top three. And obviously, between myself and Jack, I think it is. You can go on the catch me. Yeah, so it's myself sitting in third place at nine and four against Whitford Rockstars Jack. And there's only 30 points for 2,000 points as well. So if I lose to Arthur, the door's open for Jack to sneak into the top, the third spot. And I'm sure I'll get private text messages and slagging me off about that all the time. Because all the jacks up against lead flashers. So it's got we've both got hard games, but if we both lose, I'm in. If we both win, I'm in. If I lose and Jack wins, if he scores more points for the he's in. So nice and fun. So that's it for the show this week. Obviously, we'll be back next week with Craig, so you don't have to just listen to me on my own and rabbit on a piece of rubbish. Uh, get Craig next week and he can rabbit on different rubbish and a different accent that you might actually understand. Take care and good luck, everyone. And I'll just say this because it's coming up to week 14. You too, Doug. Good luck.